Welcome to Bro Nation Hoops, the podcast with no experts, no analysts, just real NBA talk. We three bros that love the game, and we love sharing with people that's crazy enough to listen. This is episode five. Yo, yo, Bro Nation Hoops episode five. Oh man, we in here, man. Long time, we time flying. Five man. already. Five, hey, fellas. What up, bro? What up? What up, bro? What's going on? Chilling, chilling. Episode five, man. We we here. That's crazy. Five yeah. already. Damn. Yeah, we knocking these things down. We're keeping it moving. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Word. I remember just talking about it like, man, let's go ahead and start it. Now we already five in. Yeah. That's crazy. What's new with y'all? Time flying, man. What's good? What's good over there? What's new with y'all? Not too much on my end, man. You know, y'all know I'm dealing with this uh little punk wrist injury, man. Yo. <laughs> he said punk. <laughs> yeah. you know, they say I got a torn ligament, but. Lucky for me, you feel me? I'm still good for my uh, my pro career is concerned, so I'm good. I ain't too stressed out about it. True, true. So, so you you doing any summer basketball? That's the plan, man. I'm supposed to play in the Brunson League. Um, I still I'm still looking forward to that. I might have to miss the first couple of weeks, but uh, I'm still gonna be doing that. Yeah. True. Don't rush yourself back, man. You don't want to mess that up for your season. Yeah, that's what they're telling me. <laughs> Yeah, we was talking earlier. You say Rudy's supposed to be on your team, right? Yeah, man. I need to play in that game. I hope that's not like the first game and like him and him and Will, because you know they've been talking trash back and forth to each other. Yeah, <laughs> I need to be a part of that game, man. I don't want to be on the sideline for that game. Yeah, that'd be dope. Right, yeah, you already know, Bro Nation gonna be in the building for that. In the building. Uh-huh. <laughs> T-shirts, hats, slippers, everything on. <laughs> <laughs> everything, Bro Nation. Pro Nation down to the socks, man. Yeah. Shout out to my guy Roy, though, man. I seen you doing the doing the push-ups with the heavy balls, bro. That's tough. Man, you saw me, bro. Yeah. I see you, man. <laughs> I see. I say check him out. Yeah, that was that was a tough workout there, boy. I tell you. I bet. <laughs> oh, you you added the heavy the heavy ball. I ain't see that one yet. No, it's like uh you got two medicine balls, pause, and you have them on the floor. <laughs> You you have them underneath your hands while you don't push ups, and it's kind of like a uh, like when you come up, they go wide, and then when you come down, they go in. Pause again. But oh. yeah, it, you gotta check the video. I posted on my Instagram. Oh, so it's like it's like a stability thing too while you're doing a push up. Yeah, like, it's like a core thing. You gotta keep your core tight to to maintain your balance. So that it's working on a bunch of different things at one time. That's yeah. I took a spill on the video too. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but I was gonna let you hear me. I'm gonna let you rock, Paul. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that stay active movement, man. I've been in here doing my P90X. I'm on week two right now. So P90X. Hey, I've been running. I can't do much else with this arm, but I've been doing a lot of running. Man. I've been doing you feel me two miles in twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. tough. I mean trying to stay do what I can. Trying to get these summer bodies, man. <laughs> yeah. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, you're on a few months right. away. Man, this season, right. this this basketball season looked like it's wrapping up. Nowhere near the way we thought it was going to wrap up. 
Hey, look, we not analysts, man. Keep in mind, we not analysts, bro. Because my whole situation is done at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, so, you had Philly going, right? Definitely had Philly. All right, there we go. So look, we could jump right into it. Over that, we could slide right into the pause into the Philly game, <laughs> the Philly Boston beating Philly in the series, and what six games they beat him in six. Was that six yeah. or five? Yeah. I think it was six. It was six. six. No, 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 no. It was five. Philly only won one game. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Oh, my bad. All right. Five. So Boston got Philly out of there in five, man. First of all, I want to know what y'all think about the season, and then second of all, I want I want to know y'all opinions on like uh, what Philly, like what's going on in Philly after this. Like, what's y'all predictions for Philly and all that? I let you, you go. Wanna go ahead and tackle that? No, this, this right, your this your it. team. Well, you just, this your rookie. <laughs> I tackle it, man. Um, you know, like I I've been saying from since we started doing this podcast thing, man. Like experience in the playoffs is major. You feel me? Like it's 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 a significant factor. And ever, since that game when they lost that twenty two point lead going into the fourth, I was worried. And and it clearly showed that Brad Stevens as a coach and those guys. Um, um, with Marcus Smart and Al Horford, and they rookie stepped up big. I ain't, I can't. I'm not gonna lie. They rookie stepped up big, but yeah. that coach that that they lost that game with coaching and, and experience, man. Like when you, it's no way you up 22 points and you're still playing the same type of basketball. You know, you slow the ball down, mm-hmm. slow the pace of the game down, get the easy buckets when you can. But they tried to keep playing up upbeat up tempo basketball and that's just not what you do when you got such a lead like that in the playoffs. You never know what can happen. Right. So I experience, experience lost that lost that series for Philly. But as far as uh their season, they had an incredible season. Nobody thought that they would look like what they look like. Sure. I think they only they can only go up from here. And I sound like a Philly fan, which I'm not. I don't like that I sound this way. <laughs> and just, you know, as far as a fan of the game, they got they got only up to go from here, I feel like. Sure. What, what you think, Roy? Yeah, I agree. I, I think overall it was definitely a successful season for them guys. Like you said, they was a couple of years ago the worst team in the league. I think they had under 10 wins or something like that. So for them yeah. to come out and be a top three seed in the East this year, that's a pretty successful season to me. I mean, they, they ain't make it to the conference finals like everybody was predicting they would, but you know what I mean? Like you say, like Sal was saying, they just got out coached for real. Cause they you look at the teams, they got more talent. But I don't know. Watching them game, they were taking some terrible shots doing. You know what I mean? Doing that series, man. Yeah. yeah. I was just sure. And both teams was young, but they. I saw somebody said both teams are young, but the Celtics played like an old young team, and the Sixers played like a young young team. The, the Celtics as well. The Celtics is well coached too. Like like Sal was saying, I watched that uh, the game five when. Uh, when Philly lost in them last second, mm-hmm. and every time they would get up one point, they end up like doing a bad play. So you could see that inexperience. They was in every game, right? As far as the series, yeah, every game was close. So um, yeah, close. like again, it came down to the why, and that inexperience really hurt them. It's crazy that Sal been like he said, he been saying that all podcast long. Experience, experience, experience. That joint showing now, man. Yeah. Cause yo, like with that that last play with Joel and B on the last game when they lost to to lose the series, Joel and B is a seven foot, three almost three hundred pound center. You don't go up for no layup 
in the last seconds of the game when you're that close to the basket right. as a big man. You go trying to punish the rim. Right. He went up looking for a foul. You know, and he that's what he was crying about when the ball went out of bounds. He's like, come on, man, that's a foul. Like, you're not gonna get that foul in the last seconds of a playoff series, a semifinal playoff series, bro. And he but in but in his defense, him being young and inexperienced, he didn't understand that. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Those are the those are the critical moments that you gotta be aware and present in the situation. Like yeah. you go up trying to bring the rim down. Shaq would have went up trying to kill everybody in the set. <laughs> For real though, like that's the those are the little things that add up, and that's what ultimately cost them that series, man. That's true. I I feel bad for not. I don't feel bad for them because this their first time there. This is how it usually right. happen. They they show up in the playoffs and then they get knocked out. Then they come back mm-hmm. a little bit stronger. But I'm excited for Philly all season though. I heard J uh, J Reddick said. That's this was the best year of his career, so that's telling right there. It was, it was. <laughs> oh, you said JJ Reddick said that. Yeah. When wasn't he on them uh them teams with Orlando with Dwight Howard in them? Yep. I think he was. I guess he probably just talking about like having fun and all that because Philly was real live this season. <laughs> yeah, he said he said this was his first time playing for um an NBA town like Philly, so or yeah. not an NBA town, a sports town. You know, how Philly is real big on their sports, so. Mm-hmm. It probably yeah. was crazy up there too. So it probably was a real good experience for him. Yeah. True. This is probably the only time he what you say, my bad. My my phone things went out. I said this is probably the only time he really thought he had a shot. Oh yeah, too. facts. Facts, man. Yeah, he was yeah. over there with Chris Paul and him. You ain't think he thought that then with the with the Clippers? Yeah, he had some tough squads too. That's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah. But man, I, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Philly keep going in the direction they going. Y'all think they need to add mm-hmm. something, or what y'all think about the offseason? Y'all think like free agents gonna be trying to get there? Uh, I think, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be attractive to. Uh, I don't know about uh, the high level free agents, but it's gonna be attractive to a lot of guys. But I think Philly need a they need a veteran. You know, like just like most other teams in their situation, they need a veteran that can show them how to move. Not necessarily a guy that's going to give you a certain amount of points or, or that's going to be a huge contributor because they can, they can get it done. They just need somebody around that they can respect, that they can listen to during practices and in, in, in games that's clutch, somebody that they respect, somebody voice that, that means something in that locker room. True. Yeah, that's true. I feel you. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead, Roy. My bad. I say I know one thing, like, them young all-stars they got, like, they got to go back and, you know what I mean, work on their games, too. Like, I, sure. I saw Bill something. Simmons need a jump shot. Yeah, I, you, I saw something where, <laughs> where Kobe tried to give him some advice about pretty much changing his whole form or his whole lineup as far as shooting his jump, his technique. And Ben, <laughs> ben Simmons was like, no, he's not doing that. He's just going to critique it a little bit. Oh, man. So, I don't, I don't know. Say, so, your boy here a little, I don't know. You don't listen to Kobe when it comes to working on your game. I don't know, man. Yeah. He, he might think he already too good. That's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You got an all-time great trying to, you know what I mean, give you some advice. Like, you got to listen to that, especially Kobe. Like, he might he might ain't yeah. pass the ball a lot, but one thing he did was score that ball. <laughs> that's true. Speaking speaking of all-time greats, so we're going to go to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, that's a good segue. I don't like it, but it's a good segue. <laughs> we gonna go. I don't like. We it. gonna go to Cleveland sweeping the uh, baby raptors, man. I think we all predicted baby dinosaurs. Oh, man. baby dinosaurs. You're right. My bad. I think we all predicted this, man. But it just went down. He just took over the games. I really don't got too much to say. I definitely want to hear what y'all got to say about it, though. Yeah. I, I was just, I was watching the games, just shaking my head, like, "Yo, this is crazy." Yeah. It's taking over the game, man. Without even having the ball in his hands, he was taking the game over. But God, yeah. I want to hear what y'all got to say, since you know we ain't all LeBron fans. Well, I, I called it a sweep, <laughs> and I'm beyond with y'all. You did. I probably watched. You actually did. I maybe watch one thirds of the games, like I. <laughs> Because I already knew they was going to lose, man. Y'all could just – and every time I cut the game on just to see what the score was, you could see in their body language. Like, they – every time they play LeBron, they just get scared or something, man. Right. I don't know what it is. That's like, that's crazy. Yo, like, yo, yo, it's, it is, like you said, it's crazy. But I want to say this, and I don't want to have – I really don't want to say it, but I got to say it. LeBron's mentality now – is is crazy. Like the he pick apart teams like Brady in, in football, like you said last week, bro. Mm-hmm. He he dictated the whole series. I've never I, I I seen a little bit of Jordan, but I was young. Right. You feel me? But Jordan still a goat. Right. Let me make that clear. <laughs> but the way yo the way he dictated that series, bro, I never see, I never really fully seen nothing like that. But he only was able to dictate it because DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry already tucked their tail. Like, there's no way, there's no way Jonas Valanciunas should be leading y'all team like the way he was. (laughs) Right. Emotionally, no way that should happen. Right. He the only one that feel like they they had a shot. He was the only one, honestly. And the young boy, OG Ananobi, the rookie. Yeah. They was really the only two that really felt like they had a shot. You feel me? And that's and and that's ridiculous to me. But shout out to LeBron for for having the mentality to understand Man. how to control that series. You feel me? I only I'm not a LeBron fan whatsoever. But Man. that was that was cool to watch. That was interesting to watch from a from a basketball player aspect. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably like kind of you know playing your little brother, your little cousin basketball. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> they they younger than you and you bigger than them. Like you already know right. every time you play them. Like you, they can give you, they can give you like the hardest game of they of their life. But at the end, you're like, all right, I'm going to turn it on and go ahead and beat them. Like that's how it was with LeBron. Like he was never worried about them dudes, man. Facts. So I got I got a question for y'all too, and I think me and Roy a little bit talked about this earlier. But I want I want to know how y'all feel. Before I ask that, I want to know how y'all feel about Toronto firing their coach. When oh yeah, they was the number one team in the league. They had a fifty one a fifty one season, fifty nine and twenty three. They ended this this season, and he had a winning record for his whole span there. Like he, it's a cop out, yeah. So what y'all think about that? Yeah, it's a cop out, man. Right, bro. Yeah, I was saying, I, I ain't I ain't like it at all because it ain't like they lost to some small random team out the east. Like they lost to LeBron, like you know, mm-hmm. man. It had nothing to do with coaching. Like his players just couldn't match up with LeBron. Sure. Like you say, they had a couple fifty win seasons. Like that ain't his fault at all. Like at the end of the day, them players got you know what I mean tip that ball off and go get a win. Man, they couldn't do nothing. Like that ain't got nothing to do on the coaching. I don't care what kind of scheme he threw out there, or whatever. Like LeBron was just taking over with them boys, man. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%, bro. Like, you got Coach of the Year award. You got that. Facts. You got the best record in franchise history. Facts. Mm-hmm. What responsibility do you give to the players for not showing up? Like, they got to take some of that. They got to take some of that, bro. I don't care what's the situation. They got to, they got to, like, this This is what, how many years have they lost to LeBron specifically? Like, like three or four? Like four right? years. Like, like, when do you say, all right, I need to change it, my, I need to get rid of these guys. Right. Yeah, right. These guys that don't, you feel me? Like, the DeMar DeRozan is, is an all-star. I w- I'm not going to call him great. He's an all-star. Yeah. But when he see LeBron, he tuck his tail. Like yeah. he just gotta be keep it a hundred. Like when him and Kyle Lowry see LeBron, they say, "All right, we done." Yeah. Then then they bench uh the Rosen one game or something. Yeah, the four in the fourth quarter too, like almost the whole fourth quarter because he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't That's producing. crazy. Yep. So he did said, they bench him or did he uh did he get fouled out or something like that? They benched him. He wasn't producing. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I don't know. I like I I totally agree with y'all though. Like I don't think that it's on the coach to, especially with Toronto in their situation. I feel like it's definitely the players. I think they they need something or they I don't I don't really know what they need for real. No, that's just like that's just discrediting that's discrediting his job the whole season, right? Yeah. Like not so to them to none of that means anything. Not no nothing about getting the best record in the conference. Or none of that. I mean, the best record in franchise history. None of that means anything, right? Because your guys didn't show up against LeBron. Like, come on, bro. Like, at some point, they gotta take responsibility. So, what are they supposed? He's just put. Yeah, go ahead. What are they? What are they supposed to do? I don't know what they need, who they need, but you can't put it on the coach, though. It's definitely the players, man. They tuck their tails, like you said. Whenever they see LeBron, it's just I don't know. He got mind control over them, Debo. <laughs> Man, I'm looking for somebody to, to honestly. I'm not going to replace Demar Derozan, not just yet. But I'm looking for somebody to get rid of Kyle Lowry. Mm. I mean, I'm looking for some uh, some 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 veteran guard play. Like uh, Kyle Lowry, a veteran, but he ain't got he ain't he ain't got no heart when it comes to the playoffs. But I ain't going to lie. Let me stop. I'm, I ain't going to lie. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry showed up. Demar Derozan didn't. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but. Th- but throughout the totality, totality of the series, can you say that? Do you yeah, believe that? Yes. Yeah, they said it was the Rosen okay. that they showed up. Yeah. He showed. I don't know. He showed up. Kyle always showed up. He showed hot too a little bit, but you know he ain't really do as much as he probably should have or everybody thought he was gonna do. But he definitely did more than the Rosen this series. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I I agree that both of them didn't do didn't do what they could have. But ver- from the Washington series to the Cleveland series, sure. they on the same level. Like Kyle Lowry, they was making jokes in the press conferences. They was, you feel me, tag teaming for like 70-something points sure. in the Washington series. And I don't think neither one of them – I agree. Okay, I, I will agree that that Kyle <laughs> showed up a little bit more than, than than DeMar. But from one series to the next, it was like, a, it was like nothing. It was like – you know what I mean? A complete decline from both of them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with them bros, but I got I got a good question that I really wanted to ask y'all. I so I I was talking to Roy about this too. I think Roy actually asked me, but I'm gonna ask Roy in the podcast. So they say LeBron two clutch shots that he hit, like one the one against Indiana yeah. and and the one against uh the Raptors. 
wasn't actually clutch because it was a tie game, so it's not really as much pressure as everything else. Now, I yeah. tend to agree with that, but I want to know what y'all think about that. Yeah, right, right. yeah, that's, that's um, it kind of takes a lot of a lot of the weight off your shoulders when you know it's a tie game. So it's like, you know, what I mean, if I miss, all right, we go to overtime. But if you make it, you know, what I mean, you win the game. So it, it takes a lot of pressure off you. I, I've never been in that situation in my basketball career, but I don't know. I would think that – I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to give his props. They was clutch shots. They was big shots. Man. I, I, I This one time y'all hear me, I'm going to say I'm going to give him his props, man. They, they was big shots, especially the one where he did the, the float off the one leg. Like, that was tough. I mean, well, the bank, the like bank that, shot. Let Ooh, me my, bad, you, my bad. Let me ask you a question. So you do you think he would have shot that shot if they was down? Oh no, no. No, if if they were down if they were down, this new LeBron, he probably would have drove to the basket or something and then you know what I mean got a foul or something. <laughs> Said the new LeBron. That's a good <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I, I don't know. What you think, sir? I mean, like I I agree, you know, that it's 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 a clutch shot, but it's it's a lot less pressure when you know if you miss you still got time left on the clock. You know what I mean? Like, if you miss, you still can go to overtime. It's it's a lot less pressure with that, knowing that. But you know, it don't take away from the fact of it being clutch. Like, because you still got to make up in your mind that I'm going I'm to do this, mm-hmm. no matter what what happens. You feel me? So I, it's still clutch, but it's 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 a little less clutch than we down two or we down we down two and I'm gonna shoot this three. You right. feel me? It's Thanks. a little it's a little less clutch, but it's still clutch. It's not not it's not not clutch. It's my Baltimore lane. It's definitely I've been Good. I've been in situations like that in my basketball career, but I wasn't shooting a three. Like we got I got to the line when we was tied before at the end of the game, and I got to the line when we was down one before in the end of the game. Now I ain't gonna lie, I missed the one when we was down one, but I made the one when we was tied. So. I mean, I, to me, yeah. I definitely felt less pressure going up there. And be like, all right, if we miss, we're going to OT, so we good. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. But I definitely don't think he would have shot that shot if he was uh, down two or down one. Definitely went over to the basket. No, nah, they wouldn't have shot that one one leg, wrong leg. Yeah, all right. right. He wouldn't have shot that. That was definitely a good shot, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> so we got – we ain't going to go to the West. We might as well stay here. So we got – Cleveland and uh and the Celtics for the uh Eastern Conference Finals. Which y'all got? You got uh, I got a tough series. I'm gonna get that out of the way. I think they're gonna get him a way better challenge than a um than a Raptors did. Cause the baby dinosaur just wasn't ready. But I think <laughs> the Celtics, they got the coaching and they got the players, they got the mentality like, you know what I mean? They got that chip on the show, like they trying to go at LeBron. They're not just gonna sit back. And let LeBron do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, I see them at least winning one or two games. So I'm gonna call it Cleveland and six. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland and six. You know what? That sounds about right. I don't want it to happen because I want something different in the uh, in the finals. But I think it's going. It's definitely going to happen. Boston gonna come out shooting or not shooting, but they are gonna come out hot because of all the, you know, all the adrenaline and all the. Uh, we going up against the King. We gotta prove. All this, so not well, not the king. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of what the league think about him, you know, everybody else think he's the king. So they gonna come out hot. They gonna come out shooting. I think they might even get 
game one or two, but I think it's definitely going to go six. I think Cleveland going to take in six. Yeah. I'm going to be the rebel, bro. I'm going to go Celtics and seven. (laughs) I'm going to be the rebel. Celtics and seven? seven, If the Celtics going to win, it got to go seven. It definitely got to go seven if they going to win. They got the home court too, right? Yeah. Yep. They are t- they tough at home too. So that that says something too. Super tough at home. Oh, so that's different. I forgot they had home court. So they might even get game one for real. Oh, I don't know. I think yeah. I think I, it also depends on Jason Tatum too. I know when they played early in the year, he was still a little a little wet behind the ears. He wasn't the player he is now. Now you watch him play. He said something about that too, didn't he? <laughs> he probably did. Didn't he say something about I don't that? Know. He probably did. He's definitely a totally different player than what he was at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I think he said like the first time he played him, he was nervous. But you know, it's a different, it's a different game now. Mm-hmm. I think he did say that. Sure. They got some. They got some real scrappy people and uh, players in Boston, man. So who knows? They can maybe they might get in LeBron's head a little bit, and once LeBron falls, you know, the rest of the team falls. So who knows? But I, yeah. I definitely, my basketball sense say they gonna win in six. Cleveland got in. Six. Let me say this: LeBron ain't gonna fall. You don't think so? We just gotta, we just gotta bank on the rest of them guys. True, on. that's a fact. Because you, you can't, yo. Know, if you take away one aspect of LeBron's game, he's the one of them guys that's gonna find another aspect to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Like if you take away his scoring, he gonna he gonna find an open guy. Because if you double him, he's the he got court vision like Magic. But if you make them, I, I would say personally, and this is another question I present to y'all. I would say that you have to make LeBron score rather than facilitate in order to beat Cleveland as a team. Because if he's scoring, then he's less likely to get other guys involved, which means other guys won't get hot or won't get a rhythm. And he's going to have to do way more than if, than if he was to just be facilitating and getting other guys hot like a J.R. Smith and Kyle Corver, get them going. Yeah, I agree you with that. You know what I mean? I that's I think it's better to make him him score dominant yeah. rather than pass dominant. That's yeah, a, I agree with that. I agree with that. Cause what's the name? You get them guys, Kyle Corver and Kevin Love and J.R. Smith hitting them threes and stuff. They a whole different team. So I agree with that. Right. I, I That's kind of difficult for me because if – who – you can't just let LeBron score because he's gonna end up with ninety points. <laughs> so, yeah, but but see, he only he's he gonna end up with ninety, and it's gonna be a close game. Rather than if you let him facilitate and they blow you out because you can't you can't double him and you can't double nobody else because everybody's got everybody done got going. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? That's true. Well, they tried that with you. Even they tried that with Kobe. Either way, you're not gonna stop him. But it, one option is better is a better shot than the other. Well, Toronto tried that I with think. Kobe, and you know Kobe gave him 81 on that game. <laughs> and, and they got the W, so I don't know, man. I think I think your best bet is to make LeBron ch- shoot, so you would have to send a double at him when he start to, you know, drive the lane, and then you got to just have great rotation. I mean, that's basically yeah, that's it. True. So I don't know if you can give him the – not given. Of course, they're gonna play D, but who gonna stop LeBron if you just playing a one on one? Right. And it, another thing, I think we, I think we slowly or we silently calling this man great, but we just not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying the word. I'm not saying that word. My man Sal yeah. said, you know, he got all aspects aspects of the game. 
you know, if you cut this off, then he can do this. Cut him. Look, what's that called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I won't never call him. As a loyal metal fan, I'm definitely never saying it. I can't man. never say it. My man can't even get out the first round. I can't say it. Oh, we got we got a LeBron <laughs> fan that's gonna come on here and talk to us too, right? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's that's definitely gonna be interesting with with the yeah, the non king how we do it on on this on this podcast how he ain't the king and he ain't great so that's gonna yeah. be a good conversation we we'll, we we'll have that for y'all next episode yeah so mm. we we gonna we can move to the west so we gonna do uh let's start which y'all wanna start off with let's start off with Houston and the Jazz the Houston yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that coming you saw it coming. Yeah, I, I think I said in the last one, man. The only way you stop, the only way you beat Houston, if you're not Golden State, is if they if they not hot. That's the only way you beat them as a non Golden State team. I don't know if that makes sense. That's but. that's true, and they is they always hot. Yeah, and that's how I meant, like I said, Minnesota got one game because they went cold. Utah got what was it? What they got? One or two? They got one. Oh, they only got one. Yeah, they got one. Yeah. Dang, they went cold. Oh, but I will say. They got Houston got lucky because uh that rookie went out at the towards the end of that last game. I think it would have been a closer game. I think they still would have won, but I think it would have been a closer, tougher game, uh if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, because he got hot in that third quarter, right? Like twenty, twenty one yeah, points had, or something. He outscored the whole team, the whole Rockets team in that third quarter. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so I'm I'm kinda disappointed because I called that I call that upset, but I gotta eat my words, man. They, <laughs> they proved me all the way wrong. But I will throw in there: I, I didn't know Rubio was gonna be out before I made that upset pick. They probably, <laughs> they probably still would have won, but I don't think it would have been four to one like it was. I think it would at least been like four two, yeah. four three, or something like that. I agree. Because what they did was they they turned Donovan Mitchell from a shooting guard to a you know what I mean a point guard trying to control the whole offense in the team. That's that's hard mm-hmm. for a rookie to do for a whole seven game serve. Yep. Especially against a team with two uh Hall of Famers, potential Hall of Famers on it. Mm-hmm. With James Harden and Chris Paul. Well, Chris, but Chris Paul showed I was about to say was, he ended with forty one. That was pretty to watch. That was pretty to watch, man. He was not trying to lose. You feel me? I, I that was fun to watch. That was better to watch than LeBron doing anything. For for some reason, I'm I'm a I like Chris Paul, but for some reason I don't like his game. <laughs> I can't call it. It's old. It's like one of those Raymond Felton. Y'all know I, I hate Raymond Felton games. Like, I don't like him as a player. But I don't know why. It's just hit the way he plays. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's old and it's slow. He played like the old head at the pickup court. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, but he give you buckets, though. Fact. So, maybe maybe that's true that he, you know, he more so IQ than, than actual playing the game. Yeah. So, he, he definitely yeah. outthink you. And he'll definitely like get get his shoulder past you and seal you so you can't you know get back. Yeah. He do all the little sneaky veteran tricks, but mm-hmm. I definitely respect this game. I respect Raymond Felton game too. I just don't like the way it looks. Like it, <laughs> it irritates me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you see, definitely showed up. He ended with like forty one at that last closeout game. He he was determined to make it to the uh, the finals this year. I'm happy yeah. for him. Though. Chris Paul, Chris Paul played like. Play like the unk at the court that dribble all the way down the court with his body between you and the ball. Right. <laughs> like 
Like, you don't got to dribble that way the whole time, bro. Like, face up. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's probably what Raymond Felton did, too. They they got similar games a little bit, but CP3 mm-hmm. is a little, you know, he on a whole nother level. But, yeah, that's mm-hmm. maybe that's stuff like that is what irritates me when I watch him. Like, come on, bro, just dribble the ball mm-hmm. the, the right way. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like, like I think that's what it is, Like, you like play with Kareem and him, man. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so all right, so Houston beat the Jazz, man. What y'all think the Jazz doing this this uh off season? Y'all think is this a good destination for other people? I don't think nobody going to Utah, but <laughs> but what y'all think about the Jazz this off season, what they can do to get get back to this spot? Um I I think they need another score personally. Cause Donovan Mitchell, he he pretty much was their offense. Like I said Rubio controlled the offense, but like that scoring came pretty much from Donovan Mitchell. True. So I think they need at least another score to match up with him. The kind of so when he out the game or he off, somebody else can pick up that slack. True. So I think they get that. Right, they'd be good. Only... Yeah, they definitely a good side. I don't squad. really got nothing to add to that. That's a, that's that's a fact, bro. Mm-hmm. Because they they great de- they great on defense. Does, is Jay Crowder a, a normal starter for them? I'm not no, sure. No, he come out the bench. Yeah. Who that who starter? O'Neal. Uh, I don't know his no, first name. That's a, the rookie? No, it's not O'Neal. Anyway, it's the other guy, left-handed dude. Uh, what is his name? Ang- Angles? Angles? Yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, if they, if they can get another score out there with them and keep Crowder coming off the bench, I think they'd be good. I mean, I think they'd be good. Don't, they don't you think they going they can make it back to this this spot? Well, they need Rubio too, so who knows what would have happened if Rubio yeah. was in it? I think they still would have lost, bro. But they got a great coach, you know. I don't think they really need sure. Much. All right, so we got we got Houston going there, and now let's move over to Golden State beating the, the Pelicans. I think we all called this too, but I think we called sweeps on this one. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans snuck the game in there, so they they beat them four to one. What y'all think about mm-hmm. that series, like the closing of that series? Uh, I think I said after that game one, like Golden State just had too many superstars on the team for them boys. Like, uh, what's the name? Yeah. New Orleans. They gave them that best punch every game, I think, but they still was getting blown out every game. Like, when you're playing hard and you're still losing and getting blown out, like, you just got to kind of take it on the chin and say, all right, these boys are better than us. I think that's all it was. Really? I, I, I do think it would have been a little different if they would have had Boogie Cousins, though. I definitely do. I would have loved to see that, yeah. bro. I would have loved to see that. Yeah, yeah I think that would have changed the dynamic of the series a little bit, and they definitely would have had to slow the ball down. And Golden State mm-hmm. don't really play good slowed down. So. Yeah, because a couple a – couple, uh, I think the last two games, they started putting Draymond at the five on Anthony Davis in the beginning of the game. So if you got Boogie, Boogie Cousins in the game too, you can't put Draymond on both of them. You know what I mean? Sure. So it would have been a different series. They make it where yeah, those two so. guys make it where you can't go small. You know, I, some teams like to when you go big, they like to go small and try to use like that, like a Draymond Green at the five, so they can outrun you. But yeah. on the offensive end, if you got Boogie and AD down there, you can't really go small because they're gonna abuse you on the other end. So. That's definitely a, something to, to watch for next year when he come back from off that injury. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they need to add. I think 
I think uh, New Orleans is good. They got Rondo, who's who's amazing in the playoffs. That's all that really matters, you know. Mm-hmm. AD is great. Their their rotation guys showed up big. True. Maybe they could add another another veteran uh, scorer or another veteran two way two way player to their team. I I would say a shooter. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. And you get a shooter with on the floor with them two guys, and you got Rondo facilitating. That's threats everywhere, man. That'd be great. That'd be a good team right there. That's true. Yeah. Right. Don't nobody want to go to New Orleans either, yo. That's the thing. Don't nobody want to go to these places. True, man. I don't know why New Orleans is a nice little city. I ain't never been there, but I heard it's a nice little city. It's nice. Yeah. Bourbon right. Street stinks, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had one of our brothers was living down there for a while, so he was giving us mm-hmm. a little details and all that stuff. But, all right, so we got – so in the Western Conference Finals, we got Houston and Golden State. Which y'all got? This is gonna be a good series, right? Here. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to this one. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm looking forward to this one. I think this is gonna be probably one of the. I think for for TV and everything, it's probably gonna be one of the best playoff series in a long time. Just to watch as an NBA fan, you know what I mean. Both teams got a lot of firepower. Two good coaches, you know what I mean. West Conference Finals. I think it's gonna be a good series, a great series, matter of fact. Sure. You, you don't got no in, mm-hmm. no injuries on both sides. You got two good coaches. You got firepower everywhere. They're going to be up and down the court. But yeah. my thing is the X factor in this is Kevin Durant because Houston can't guard Kevin Durant. So Yeah, that's fact. So if, my X factor is, is defense. For, who, f- which is for why, both teams? Which is, yeah, but that's why I picked Golden State. Because mm. they go up, but they – when they locked in, they play deep. Like that's true. Houston, Houston hasn't hasn't created that defensive identity yet. Not to say that they can't, but but if I had to pick right now between the two, uh, I would say Golden State because they they play a better rotational type of defense. Mm-hmm. But this is with that being said, this is my like I've been saying all along. This is my championship. So you know whoever wins this is going to get the chip. So this will be my favorite one to watch. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be turned in. Oh, I think it's gonna go as far. As, I think it's gonna go seven, just because mm. of the like I said, the high power offense. But that's a good point. So it's gonna come down to defense, and I definitely think Golden State got the best defense. But I also think they got the best player in the, uh, almost the best player in the NBA right now, and <laughs> and Kevin Durant. So, and I don't really think Houston got an answer for him. I I can't. They, see they better not put Clint Capello on him. They put Clint Capello on him. It's a wrap. If they put Clint Capello on him, then they gonna have Draymond. You know, they they got. That's what I'm saying. It's a wrap. They got too many weapons, and KD can shoot over everybody. We think they gonna put Trevor Ariza can't guard him. Trevor Ariza can't guard him. Yeah, PJ Tucker definitely can't guard him. James Harden definitely ain't gonna guard him. Like that that way. <laughs> And 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 Golden State got the the length the length too a little bit I would say yeah they got the length they got and they, they got, got the best shooter in NBA history too yeah Steph we ain't say nothing about Steph I was waiting for oh that's a good point yeah. I ain't even mentioned yeah. Steph because everybody talk about KD in the NBA history yeah because they were saying well a lot of people say like KD is the best player but Steph is the most most important player so you know what I mean he yeah. he does so much as far as spreading the court. For the team, like defense don't know how to play them boys. True. 
you can you can try to play KD double team, but with Steph out there, you can't double team. You know what I mean? So it's kind of impossible to. It's crazy because he's the best shooter ever, but he's not only a shooter. Like that's right. crazy. Like so he can just flat out get you a bucket. How how do he show up against Chris Paul though? I, I don't really know. He usually do good against you know, Chris Paul. He already Paul. been yeah. He been <laughs> giving Chris Paul. He dropped him a couple times. Oh. Chris Paul to bleed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're right. I mean, so they still got Steph there. You know, he gonna get his buckets. Clay gonna get his buckets. It's gonna be a def a good series to watch. But I I got Golden State definitely winning either six or seven. Yeah, I got Golden State too. I'll call it Golden State in six. I'm gonna go six too. Yeah, and they're gonna trash the Cavs if the tra- if the Cavs. They're gonna trash the Cavs. I I think whoever it, say even if Houston win, I got them trashing the Cavs too. Like yeah. either team is a bad matchup for the Cavs, man. Yep, I agree. What what y'all think about if Boston beat Cleveland though? Like, is it any better? <laughs> I would pay more attention to that final. I'll be more invested in that final if if, Celtics, if the Celtics make it, just because of their heart and the, their their fight. I would like to see if they could make something happen. But I still I still got them getting trashed as of right now. But I would pay more attention to that. I definitely right. still got them getting trashed, man. If they go up against Golden State, it's over. Yeah, right. You talking about yeah. Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah, if Boston made it, they getting swept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron might get one, but Boston gets Yeah, Boston getting swept. Without Kyrie, you know what I mean? They don't got that superstar that's going to show off in the finals. Is that, a, is that an interesting finals to watch for y'all? For, like, again, Golden State and the Cavs? For, uh, not really. But, I would say for, uh, me, for me it is, man. Like I said, I, I like little rivalries like this. Even back when, you know what I mean, the Bulls and Jazz met a couple of finals in a row. Going back to the 80s when I was a little baby, the Celtics and the uh, the Lakers and all of them. Like, this is our modern, modern day, you know what I mean, NBA rivalry. I like it. That's true. I I think uh, I think this generation be so quick to, uh, you know, attention spans be so fast that they don't get a chance to really charge what's going on right now. So, mm-hmm. Like this is gonna be something that people look back on and be like, "Oh, this that was a good good years in the NBA," but yeah. it ain't nowhere compared to what it used to be though. But it's still good to me though. Yeah, right. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it just for the simple fact that it's I, it's predictable. This like the finals back then, they was predictable, but they wasn't like as predictable as this. You feel me? Like. Everybody in the world, in their right mind, besides a LeBron fanatic, knows that if they meet up in the finals, they're going to get waxed. <laughs> you feel me? Any even team that come out of the East is going to get waxed. Yeah. Right. But from 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 a player standpoint and from just a, a basketball fan, fan standpoint, I would like to see the fighter, the, the underdog fighter, go up against, you know what I mean, the 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 short shot rather than watching the same. I respect the rivalry, but I would I, I already know they're gonna get trashed if they if Cleveland make it. I know Boston gonna get get trashed, but I just it's like the Rocky story or something like that. You know, I'm trying to explain it, <laughs> but it's like you just like to see him try. You feel like you just like to see him give get in that dog fight. 
Because I know yeah. it'll be a dog. They'll still lose, but they will. They'll play a hundred and ten percent. Sure. If the Celtics was to make it. Sure. But I just, I just, I, I already, it's like watching a rerun or something. I know what the cat, I know what's gonna happen to the Cavs if they make it to the finals, especially without Kyrie. Yeah. So, right. So we all, all, we all got a, a West team taking it this year. Whoever went out of uh, Golden State in Houston, uh, I definitely agree with that. I think that that series, this Western Conference Finals is going to be the best series of the playoffs, mm-hmm. even better than the finals. So, yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's our that's our playoff wrap up. That's our picks. So let's dive into some other topics. What y'all got? We're doing a whole lot of agreeing. I don't even really no, like y'all. No, we already, dis- <laughs> we already disagree right here, bro. I've been, I've been waiting to mess with you. So, if anybody been oh, been listening okay. to us, <laughs> been listening to us since <laughs> our episode one, me and my bro said we didn't have a little rookie of the year debate. And, uh, so, it's a nice little stat I've been keeping track of since Philly then went out gone fishing. So they mm-hmm. said Ben Simmons in the whole series against the the Celtics, his uh plus or minus for the whole series was a negative sixty three while he was on the court. Ooh. Mm. And when he was off the court, mm. the team was a plus forty eight. <laughs> mm. Now they just numbers I pulled up, you know what I mean, offline off ESPN NBA dot com. Oh, you're an analyst, huh? I'm an analyst, analyst. <laughs> <laughs> so my question to you, bro, after saying that stat and watching your boy play, can you give my boy Donovan Mitchell his props for rookie of the year? Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, man. If it if it was based completely off the playoffs, then yes, oh. I would give him the nod. <laughs> but. But like, bro, overall, <laughs> whole season, including playoffs, I don't know. It's still tough. Like I said before, I wouldn't be mad either way. Yeah. But Ben Simmons has done things, you know, what I mean that that that's kind of unprecedented. As have Donovan Mitchell, but Donovan Mitchell has his his dominance has been mostly scoring. Right. My my point to everybody that I talk to about this situation is. Donovan Mitchell got the flash. He got the scoring on lock, like no questions asked. Right. But game fuzz, rebounds, control of the game, getting other people involved, and scoring when you need to. I still would say overall season and playoffs, I would still say Ben. But like I said, I wouldn't be mad. You wouldn't be mad. See, this- That's a crazy stat, though. Yeah, see, right. <laughs> but the argument for me, it goes all the way back to when Melo – and LeBron was in that tight race when they was rookies. Like you said, like, yeah. Melo was the dominant Mitchell, the flashy score, putting up crazy, you know what I mean, numbers in the Western Conference mm-hmm. against tougher teams. I'll throw that out there. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron was in the East, you know what I mean, putting up his triple doubles and stuff like that. But they still gave the joint to uh, to LeBron. And I, I don't want them to do dominant Mitchell like that because for me, you know what I mean, the, the numbers go out the window when you – Start looking at the conference, you know what I mean? The teams they playing with, like, Donovan Mitchell pretty much, he ain't had nobody else to score the ball. So every team they played every night knew he had to be the one to score. You know what I mean? Where though Ben Simmons, he had the, uh, what's his name, Joel Embiid. You yeah. know what I mean? So he, and 
He he was in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you, bro. But like I said, then again, we we they were only talking about scoring. Like Donovan Donovan Mitchell ain't had to be a facilitator to this last series. And his numbers dropped when he had to do that. They didn't drop crazy, but his, his scoring numbers dropped when he had to do that. Like Ben Simmons has been the, the facilitator of this team from from jump. So yeah. I will give you the score argument. I'll give you the 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 the, the heart based on right, the playoffs. Let's do I'll this then. Let's do this then. Whoever rookie win a rookie of a year, you do something small, the other person I changed that Facebook profile picture to the other players. So <laughs> I'm cool with it. Do, we could do that. That's a bet. That's a bet. Uh, y'all hit it, bro nation. We got a little bet. Rookie of the year profile picture. That's a bet. Profile picture. Uh, and you, wait, you gotta be my profile or no. Mitchell be my not me? Oh, oh, oh! Hold up, time out, time oh. out. I like that right there, though. No man. Right. Sad you gotta put Roy as your profile. <laughs> no, we're gonna pause that the whole week. No. <laughs> so I gotta put Donovan Mitchell or you? No, Mitchell, man. We do <laughs> I put I put him. I'll put Donovan Mitchell. And then vice versa. <laughs> All right, bet. All right. Bet. That's a bet. I oh, like oh yeah, I got um, I know another question for y'all. What y'all think about uh Becky Ham uh, Hammond getting interviewed for the Bucks job? That's dope. That's definitely dope. I I think uh like I think if anybody any female is ready for it, I definitely think she's ready for it. I think it's a dope idea though. Yeah, cause she been on the pot for what past five years, learning, yeah, studying, and then she played in the WNBA too, right? Yeah, she was a beast. She was like a, she was an all star USA player and all that. Yeah, so I, I think she's ready. Like I said, a great basketball mind is a great basketball mind. I'm pretty sure by now she got the respect of the play. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think she, I don't think it's a respect issue with with pro because her track record, you know, it's it's amazing. It, 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 once they see that she know what she's talking about, I think pro guys respect that. Yeah, true. So I don't think that's an issue. That's true. Hell, dope. That's definitely dope, though. Yes, sir. Episode five. Y'all got anything else y'all want to wrap up? <laughs> No. I'm trying to think, but ain't co- nothing coming to mind right now. Yeah, I got another. I got another one more stat though, since I'm an analyst. Analyst. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was just another. Oh, you Roy I, A. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. I've been, study, I've been studying him for a couple years now. But uh, I just don't know how to use the big word like the estomachal <laughs> rationality. <y'all. laughs> he definitely be going with the word. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, I saw a crazy stat. You know what? I think he might have been the one I got it from. Actually, it was saying something about the Rockets when they got Chris Paul, Capella, and James Harden on the, um in the game this season all at once. They their record is like fifty and five. Jeez. So that's that's a, that's kind of crazy. So I think the Warriors see stuff like that, and I think just them being that that champion that got that champion mentality like they're going to they're going to come out firing that first game cuz they know the Houston you know what I mean they're going to be a problem so they're going to take them serious on that that first game yeah i know why they right. record like that when they on the floor though right Why? it's cuz of that pick and roll like you, oh yeah it's, they nobody can stop that pick and roll because that's what that's what we put up more fair to compare uh, uh with James Harden and Clint Capella and uh 
and uh, John Stockton and Carl Malone. And uh, I think the reason that that's fair to compare is because, yeah, Malone was a better scorer, but what pick and roll is a a better threat, like, to score? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can't – you can't. it's hard to stop the Rockets pick and roll because James Harden get to the line. So – you don't want him to go past you. If he go past you, he either gonna make the layup or you know he's gonna get fouled. Or yeah, he gonna dish off that oop to Clint Capella or he gonna step back and hit the three. Like yeah. it ain't really not he'll dribble the ball for twenty two seconds before he shoot the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think that's a that's a hard thing to, to guard and I think that's why they that record is like that when all three of them in the game because they can switch it and they can run it with Chris Paul as well and have James Harden on the wing to shoot the three off the pick and roll. So, and CP actually been knocking down threes this year too. I ain't know he had that in him. Me either. Yeah, he hit like three or four in a row the last game, didn't he? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that old slow jump shot he'd be shooting. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, jump shot even old man. It's like come on, bro. Uh, it looked like it hurt a little bit. <laughs> Say CP three old old. Yeah, he looked like he he the, he an old soul. You know how you can tell somebody young, but he just had like a, a little hard life or something. Yeah. <laughs> like you listen to Marvin Gaye all day. Uh, <laughs> like you listen to Marvin Gaye all the time. Right, we giving out them them fatherly advice to to NBA rookies. Teddy Pendergrass. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready for these these conference finals to start up. I think they don't start up until Sunday night. I'm in here watching yeah. the Notebook and Titanic and all this crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I need my hoops back on, man. said the Notebook, <laughs> bro. I, I've been in here watching BT, and you know they play the same movies back to back to back. Uh-huh. I've been watching Friday at the next like 40 times this week. <laughs> Yo, I yeah, hate watching struggle, movies man. on BT because they always make the cussing sound stupid. Like, just blank yeah. it out. Don't gotta put a whole nother word in there. Like, just blank it. Like, come on, make it say, oh, I fouled up. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. Just blank it out. The most popular movie to do that yo, is uh, Baby Boy on BT. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Man, that movie too funny on BT. I watched that on BT just to laugh at the non-cuss word. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, yeah. fellas. We can wrap up episode five. Yes, sir. Sound good, man. Bro Nation Hoops, man. Follow us everywhere at Bro Nation Hoops, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Whatever, hit us up. You know what I mean? Leave us messages on the anchor app. You know, we'll get back to you. We'll clear. Go ahead, boy. My bad. I was saying, if y'all interested in, you know, joining the show, you know what I mean? Just to chat, give y'all opinion on anything we talking about. Once again, you know, send us a DM, hit us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just let us know. We'll try to do our best to get y'all on the show, include y'all. Thanks. We got a little contest popping up every now and then. We did one. The last week for the first two people to leave a message on the on the uh the anchor app. You know, you get a, a nice little bro nation gift sent to you. So, you know, watch look out for those competitions or those little prizes popping up every now and then. Just keep following us, man. Support us. We're gonna stay consistent. It's yes, episode sir. five. We sure. having fun with it. Hope y'all enjoying it like we enjoying it. That's all sure, I got yes, for this. Bro yes, Nation sir. out, episode five. Peace. Peace. Peace.